And I, every single seat was taken. And I thought to myself, holy God, this is the grim reaper of our time. This is a health crisis. How the hell could so many people have a variation of the same disease? And why isn't someone telling us what we're doing wrong? So. Hi, everybody, and welcome to Too Young to Be Old, the podcast from the former Gene Queen of QVCHSN, but now I am the proud host of, and by the way, title of my second book. Well, I'm going to ask you a question. If you had a major disease or condition and you knew you could heal yourself rather than go through all the agony of chemotherapy and heavy-duty steroids and drugs, would you? I know I would. And today, our guest, Jason Teichner, says not only would you, but you should. He is a certified holistic health practitioner and nutritionist. He's got a personal journey to share about curing himself, cure thyself, self healing. Jason, I am fascinated. Thank you so much for being on today. Oh, thank you, Diane. I really appreciate it. It's a, yeah, I know. It's an honor to be on. I really appreciate it. This is great. So we're going to get into all the alternatives I had when I was diagnosed with stage three breast cancer, but let's get to you first and foremost and how you came to the conclusion that practically any drug in a country that is in huge health crisis and always sees some kind of outside medicine as a stopgap, not necessarily the cure. How did you come to the belief of self-healing? Tell us your journey. Absolutely, Diane. Yeah, that that's a really great question. Um, first of all, most of your most of your watchers slash listeners probably know this. A lot of this is being done to us, so that that's the first thing. But um, so back in uh, 2000, I was diagnosed with Hodgkin's lymphoma, and I didn't know at the time how to heal myself naturally. I was studying a little bit of nutrition at the time, but really didn't know enough. And so I did go through the traditional treatment at that time, chemotherapy, radiation. And what ended up happening was a couple years after I stopped the treatment, I started getting these very, very strange symptoms. So I I was barely able to get out of bed because I was so tired. Um, extremely dizzy, lightheaded, major digestive symptoms. I couldn't tolerate more than two bites of food at a time. And this went on for about, I'd say about five years before I kind of realized what was going on. And I did research and research and research and research and research. And I finally figured out that um, after going to one particular doctor, now most doctors, as we know, are kind of useless when it comes to natural healing. And if your blood work is normal, they say, oh, you're fine, or oh, it's in, all in your head, that kind of thing. So I was getting all of those things from these doctors. And finally, I went to one doctor that said, you know what? 
it sounds like your cells maybe just haven't detoxified yet from the chemo, mainly the chemo, a little bit the radiation, but mainly the chemo. And I said, huh. And so I started doing more research on that. And, and that eventually brought me to the conclusion that he was right. And then my cells just had never recovered from the chemotherapy. They were not repairing themselves. So, yeah. So then, um, again, more research, more research, more research, talking to natural paths, talking to holistic health practitioners, and finally figured out how to heal and how to get my cells to repair from being so toxic. And so that's when I came to the conclusion that all illness is toxicity. Now, yeah. Now what type of toxicity is another story. That is my job to help my clients figure out what exactly is toxifying their body, whether it's the foods that, you know, the GMO, all the GMOs we have in the foods, whether, but, but see what happens is when our cells are toxic, we're allowing everything to come in and the body cannot metabolize it out. So that's what happens. So these foods that are bad for us, we're not able to, our bodies aren't able to metabolize them out. If um, let's say we're exposed to mold at a place that we live for several years, let's say we get um, Lyme disease, which is actually a lot more common than people think. Um, you know, let's say we get heavy metals in our system from our water, from our foods, from our soil, things like that. Well, our body is not going to metabolize those things out of our system, out of our cells. If we, if our cells are toxic, then that creates inflammation that creates pH imbalance in our body acidity. So we have to first detoxify before we can heal that way. Then our body can get rid of those other things. We can then take in nutrients because if our cells are full of toxins, we're also not absorbing nutrients. So we could be taking vitamins. We could be taking supplements, herbs, minerals, whatever. Our body is not going to absorb them into our cells because our cells are full of toxins. So the first thing we need to do is detoxify. So that's what I discovered. That's what I did. And then I was completely better. My digestive symptoms went away, dizziness, lightheadedness, fatigue, able to tolerate food now. So everything that I mentioned, I just got better and better and better over time. And then while I was doing that, I decided, you know what, why not become a um, certified health practitioner? So yeah. I was nutritionist, holistic oh, health others. practitioner, as you mentioned, and hypnotherapist as well. So, um, cause I wanted to address the mental issues in people as well. Uh, uh -huh. Now, when I had breast cancer, um, they gave me a ton of steroids. I never got depressed. I had energy, but nobody ever explained it to me that every time I came in to get a chemo treatment, they'd say, Oh, you put on another five pounds. Oh, your blood pressure is through the roof. And it never occurred to me that steroids were making me hold in so much water weight that yeah. the pressure of the water was so pressing against everything in my, everything was just skyrocketing that was bad. And nobody ever explained it to me. And I honestly think it took, a good 
three years to get rid of all those steroids from my system because no one ever told me how to do it. You know, they they definitely at the hospital I went to, Mount Sinai in New York, had a diet that just made sense. Don't smoke cigarettes. Don't drink heavy grain alcohol. You know, don't eat red meat. La, la, la. But nobody ever said, you know what? You're poisoned by that chemotherapy and those steroids. And here's what you need to do if you want to recover faster. No one ever said a word to me. And in the end, Jason, I came to not have a ton of respect for classical medicine because they create through their choices, and thank you, God, I was saved. They create through their their choices, maybe a cure, but also a million physical problems, but never explain them, whether that's because they don't want to take responsibility for it, I don't know, or they don't make money off explaining it away because maybe what you need to do is drink a gallon of water a day. But nobody ever said a word to me. Now, before, right after I got diagnosed, I had to come to my TV studio and do my last set of shows. A couple of people at the TV studio that I was close to were very Christian. And they just wanted me to pray. And everyone was crying, crying, crying. Why? Because they felt chemotherapy was going to kill me, not the cancer. So they said, you should... You should just be drinking green juice. That's all you need to do. No chemotherapy. No, that's not going to happen. And they said, you should go to the Philippines and go to a medicine man who can reach inside your body without surgery and pull out all the cancer. No, that was not going to happen. But the bottom line was there were really no choices. And all the women I know who were diagnosed and did that green juice thing, they all passed away. So how is it, how is it, and what route did you take navigating lymphoma and how does that affect how you eat and drink and live today? What advice can you give us or what window? Definitely. So keep your toxic load down. Um, and I, I tell people how to do that. Um, and, uh, keep that inflammation. How do you do that? You got, so basically you got to keep your cells clean by number one, keeping your immune system strong. And there's different ways to do that. When you keep your immune system strong, I'll give you a couple examples, uh, colostrum, Uh, medicinal mushrooms. So those are good ways to keep your immune system strong. And what it does is it allows your cells to repair and then function at the level they're supposed to function at. So it doesn't allow disease to come in. So those are the things we need to do. We also need to make sure, of course, that we're hydrated. Um, And by hydrated, I don't just mean drink a bunch of regular water, you know, tap water, things like that. Don't do that. So what I have, what I use is I use the zero water. uh, I'm not affiliated with them in any way, by the way, but I use the zero water pitcher 
and and it's a filter and what it does the reason it's called zero water is it gets rid of all of the impurities in the water so it 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 brings the the parts per million count to zero so it will filter everything now when we do that we've got to replace our trace minerals um which is important anyway but we don't want any impurities in the water obviously chlorine is a huge issue obviously fluoride is a huge issue right now uh in the water and um as well as i won't even mention all the things fluoride does to us but yeah go yeah. ahead Dan. I just have to tell you this because it flips me out. So one of my problems all my life, and it's inherited, it's in genetics, is dental and dental work. So I'm at the yeah. dentist. He's almost 70. We're talking, so we're contemporaries. And he said, you notice that there's no young patients sitting in the waiting room? And I said, yeah. Why? He said, pretty soon dentists will be out of business because if you are from the era where fluoride was okay and put into water because i remember as a kid living in a town in southern california where they wouldn't allow fluoride there was a big fight about the evil of fluoride mm -hmm. he said younger patients who have lived with fluoride all their lives don't have cavities basically there is no dentistry going forward actually when all the baby boomers die off but you're saying fluoride is actually dangerous in what way it's horrible um yeah i mean i mean it may help with cavities but that doesn't mean that it doesn't cause all kinds of other issues so like um first of all it's a neurotoxin it will destroy our brain oh my yeah, that's God. Yeah. So that's what it does more than anything else. Um, people talk about, so the, uh, you know, the penile gland, right? Which, which yeah, sits. Pre gland. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, so what it does is it clogs the penile gland and then it, it basically makes us dumb. And so um, that's, that makes us easier to control, but it also fluoride is a heavy metal. So it will get into our system and it will overtake our cells. And then, like I said, it's one of those types of toxins that won't allow other things to assimilate oh. in the body. So oh. it's, yeah, it, it's fluoride is bad. Um, any and kind- I have a dentist who's saying, oh, I feel so sorry for you that you grew up without fluoride. Mm. What a shame. There we are with, and I love my dentist, don't get me wrong, one of the best dentists ever in history. But there you have the classic medical community defending itself well, and yeah. believing in itself and not ever wanting to talk about any of the side effects. Yeah, I would exactly. never knew that until today. Yeah. Yeah. So with, with fluoride, um, I have, obviously I use fluoride free toothpaste. I use fluoride, you know, toothpaste without fluoride. Okay, so well, I'm going to from now on. So, yeah. So what I do is I use a uh, charcoal based toothpaste. So they have charcoal in which, which binds to bacteria, uh, and pulls it out. Um, and then it also has essential oils in it, which are just as effective, if not more so, of um, killing bacteria. 
in the mouth and you're not going to get the side effects. Now, if you burst with fluoride and you eh, swallow a little tiny bit here and there, is it going to hurt you? No, but a lot of people don't realize how much of the toothpaste they're actually swallowing. So that that's the problem. So yeah, definitely toothpaste with no fluoride. Um, and make sure that your water is filtered out of fluoride. You have a heavy metal filter. And even the, and the zero water filter is the, is the least expensive thing to get that's going to filter out heavy metals. So you're talking about it's 30 a, bucks. Yeah, it's a key for everything. Now, I want to ask you something. You talk about unveiling the health crisis in America. And when I think about it, I could think about obesity, mental health, all forms of cancer, and basically the challenges of growing older and the drugs that the medical community says can ease that or take care of it. And God knows what side effects those have. But what I want to hear your definition of the health crisis in America. Well, the health crisis, it it starts with the foods that we eat. Um, It starts with the genetically modified organisms um, that that we consume, the GMOs. So that is the biggest culprit of the health crisis from a diet standpoint. So our body... Yeah. So our body doesn't know what to do with them. It's foreign to our body. So, so what happens when we eat genetically modified foods, our body doesn't recognize it as real food. So it will start to attack itself. Think that the GMOs are actually a toxin are actually an illness and it'll start to attack our immune system will start to attack and then that eventually leads to the autoimmune conditions because when our immune system what? attacks each other that's what leads to the that's the definition of an autoimmune condition autoimmune So disorder. give a couple of examples just for the audience so, I can think of psoriasis as an autoimmune Psoriasis yes yeah psoriasis is considered autoimmune and actually that's a liver problem because the skin is connected to the liver by the way um but uh lupus is a more is a systemic uh, autoimmune condition that um people get um it's more common in women than men but um crohn's as far as the digestive problems that the digestive autoimmune kind of stuff that we get from eating gmos crohn's is huge um colitis ulcerative colitis is huge um diverticulosis which eventually turns into diverticulitis if you don't handle it and um and so basically our small intestine can get inflamed our large intestine can get inflamed which is our colon and then it causes all those types of issues and then all of a sudden we don't we have all these digestive problems and we don't know why so let's take something like i know a couple of people that have and had Crohn's disease, mm-hmm. and they were on, God, I don't know how many drugs, yeah, and how deeply it affected their lives in the most negative of ways. How, what, how would you back that down, that condition down, and how would you guide personally one of your patients, one of your health seekers? to make a more livable life for themselves what would be your succinct advice so if you're talk if you're talking about crohn's there's a, there's a few things obviously you need to get rid of the toxicity in the colon you also have to reduce the inflammation right 
So, um, so we do, so I do aloe vera juice and it's a very specific form. Um, we can also do freeze dried, a very specific type of freeze dried aloe that really gets in there and creates more oxygen in the cells, therefore reducing the inflammation and oxygen actually heals. So, um, the beef people, a lot of people don't realize that if we get in the right type of oxygen, then we can actually heal pretty much everything because- Is that a hyperbaric chamber? Or hyperbaric helps. Hyperbaric helps, but I'm talking about the type of oxygen that gets more internal. So we can do that with things like liquid chlorophyll. We can do that with aloe vera. We can also go and get- um, we can also go and get um, hydrogen peroxide, food-grade hydrogen peroxide therapy, um, which is in the form of IV. We can also get ozone, IV ozone therapy. So we can go to a naturopath that does the IV ozone therapy. We can do it that way. That massively increases ozone. We can even do, I don't know how much we want to talk about this, but we can also go to somebody that does um, colonics, uh, which is colon hydrotherapy and adds yeah. ozone to that. So we can get ozone in our rectum and we can actually heal this very, very, very quickly. So um, it's you've got to get oxygen into the colon to um, get rid of these uh, these colon conditions. So uh, I'm going to ask increasing the immune system questions. too. I'm going to ask two questions. One is going to be how does the ordinary Joe on the street, like that would be me because I'm not educated in medical. Uh, how do we find these solutions? But I'm gonna ask a major question because to me, the health crisis, and I will tell a little story with this, of our times is cancer. So I went to a cancer clinic for women only, the Juven Clinic, fantastic. Drop-in clinic within Mount Sinai Hospital. Them, New York City. One day, I'm going to get my chemo, and there's smoke pouring out everywhere of Mount Sinai. And there was a fire in the basement, and that's where obviously you get your radiation treatments and coincidentally your chemo. So I'm used to being in a very um, contained, beautiful space. It's all women, it's really civilized, and they make it as pleasant as they can for the chemo. Now they say, no, you cannot miss a chemo treatment. Go around the corner to like the Icon Center, which is this huge hospital building. Go up to the eighth floor. It's a cancer floor. They'll figure out how to take care of you. Well, Jason, I went from a waiting room for chemo that may be housed at maximum 40 people to a waiting room for cancer patients treatment and it was all kinds of cancer the size of two professional football fields and i can't believe these balloons i don't know what they're doing here but okay it's hello balloons it's past new year's eve please stop coming um and i every single seat was taken and i thought to myself holy god this is the grim reaper of our time this is the health crisis how the hell could so many people 
have a variation of the same disease? And why isn't someone telling us what we're doing wrong? So your statement to me is you honestly believe that the right diet and treatment without chemo, without radiation, could have saved my life and caused less damage to me because I was definitely damaged by chemo for sure. You're saying yes. Absolutely. 100%. And I've helped, I've helped clients heal themselves from cancer. And so, um, and it's actually a lot more simple than you think. Now I'm not saying if your doctor tells you to do chemo, do chemo, disclaimer, disclaimer, disclaimer. Um, but, um, but yeah, it's so, healing cancer is a lot more simple than people think. Now it's not as easy as like you said, taking a green drink or, uh, or going to somebody that claims to pull stuff out, you know, energetically or whatever. Um, but no, you, you have to, there's a lot of things you have to do that you have to address cancer from all angles and all of the causes of why you got it in the first place and then attack the cancer specifically when you have it. So yes, there are many things you have to do, but I have a, a protocol depending on what type of cancer a person has. I have, you know, I have a protocol that I, where I can help them to heal from um, just naturally. And yes, it, it is very possible. You've got to get rid of the toxicity, obviously, um, the inflammation, the acidity in the body, and you've got to get rid of any microorganisms, which in some cases that has a lot to do with why somebody got cancer too, not to mention the foods. We talked about that, but there could have been microorganisms contributing to it as well. A lot of times it's a dormant virus or parasites, things like that. So we address all of those things. I help figure out what caused the problem in the first place with my clients. Then I set up a protocol to help them heal based on that. So I had the most common kinds of breast cancer, which I think many women listeners will relate to, estrogen-based. Mm-hmm. And I basically caused my own cancer by wanting to look younger and feel more energetic much longer than I should have taken hormone replacement therapy. So I took it for many, many years. And the doctor said, you flooded your system with hormones. Pretty easy. So what would you recommend for somebody like me? I got six months of chemo, the strongest chemo for the longest amount of time my body could take it. Mm-hmm. I got radiation, but because I had all my lymph nodes taken out, I was numb. So it was never a torture. Yeah, it burned me, but I had no nerve endings. So it meant nothing to me. Um, Then I got a ton of steroids and I had a ton of water weight. I gained during cancer treatment, 30 pounds, over 30 pounds. What would you, if I was just coming out of treatment, I got chemo first, then I got radiation. What would you tell me? Just. I, I realize how surface this is, yeah. but still it's your, it's your thing. Yeah. What would you tell me? What would be your five top tips to me? Well, we need to, do, yeah, we need to do a detox that, and you know, that's the first thing. Obviously. How do you do that? 
So with, uh, with something like detoxing from chemo, there are a lot of agents that bind to those toxins and pull them out of the body. So modified citrus pectin is just one example that will go in and actually bind to things, pull them out. Activated charcoal is another example of something that will go in and bind to toxins and pull it out. Um, we also have to just get rid of stuff, rid of stuff, rid of stuff in the body and the toxins. Um, Irish moss does that. Fulvic acid does that. Humic acid does that. So it's it's uh, high levels of, of iodine for a very short period of time um, will do that. So it's just a matter of what's toxifying the body, where your symptoms are. Uh, that way I know what what part of your body has the most concentrated form of toxins. So we need to know what, what things go in and pull toxins out the best from those parts of the body. The other thing we need to do is we need to raise the pH in the body. We can do that with green foods. We can do that with, you know, spirulina, chlorella, wheatgrass, barleygrass, things like that. Um, we can do a really high quality green foods powder that's going to get rid of acidity in the body. It's going to raise the pH, alkalize the body, right? So we can get our body back to the pH level. I'm actually level. writing this down five <laughs> years later. Yeah. I feel I still am living out the results. And what I like about green foods too is they also increase oxygen, which is what we want to do because of the chlorophyll in there. Um, they also increase nutrients to the body and get nutrients into the cells. They have a lot of trace minerals and trace vitamins. So um, we've got to get our nutrients back into our body. And a lot of times we have to do that in a liquid form at first because our body is so toxic and so inflamed, our cells cannot absorb the nutrients, as I mentioned before. So sometimes clients have to do my clients have to do this in liquid form for a while until we get their acidity down, until we get their inflammation down, until we get those toxins out of the cells. So then the cells can then absorb those nutrients. Then we can go to, you know, whole foods. Then we can go to, um, you know, supplements that are either powders uh, as opposed to liquid. So, and then, well, yeah. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. And then I oh, have one. One yeah, I was just going to say, and then there's only certain products that you want. There's only certain brands that make the high quality products. Most supplements out there will do you no good. And a lot of them will do you harm because they have all kinds of artificial chemicals in them. They have all kinds of fillers in them. So um, a lot of my job is to let people know where to get these products. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and not just get some random form of uh, whatever, magnesium or calcium or vitamin A or vitamin C or you name it, not just go go to the store and get some random form that's going to have all these kind all these chemicals in them as well that where it's going to do a lot worse than good. Yeah, this seems really at once pretty linear and clear to navigate. But then again, there's all the trickiness of the right products and the one the the. The one big question I would ask you, and it really did not involve me because I don't eat any fast foods at all and actually never have. Um, what would you say is the damage done if you have a condition that you're suffering from, whether it's cancer or it's psoriasis or whatever it is, but it's fairly chronic, and you don't, as uh, you don't believe that diet has anything to do with 
that particular segment of your health. What do you believe fast foods, how do they harm you when you're in that vulnerable state? Well, it's all the chemicals, first of all. It's all the chemicals in the fast foods. Um, fast foods are not what they say they are. In other words, you go to a fast food restaurant and you get a hamburger, for example. Um, a, a, only a certain percentage of that is going to actually be real meat. The rest is going to be chemicals. Um, the rest is going to be artificial flavors, artificial colors. Um, it's going to be byproducts. It's going to be certain types of uh, toxins like graphene oxide and um, glyphosate, uh, which is in all our GMO foods. So, um, and what that does is that quickly fills up the cells with toxins. So eventually you're going to get inflammation, which is going to create uh, autoimmune issue. Um, your your cells are, are going to turn bad. They're going to turn, you know, into the uh you know, uh, cancer cells, the cancer cells you already have in your body are going to get activated. So, um, yeah, you're, it, it's, it's not going to be, it's not going to be good. It, it's not real food basically, or it's, it's a percentage of real food and the rest is not real food. You know, yeah, it, it, it was interesting, but one of the beauties of where I went to get chemo was, you know, your own private room and fresh white orchids in the room. And they really had a female mentality. And you also got a foot or a shoulder massage all during chemo, really primo. They served lunch, but they said, Diane, you never eat the lunch. Oh my God, Jason, it was a big white bread bun with something in between like highly processed cheese and bologna or something and i was just literally absolutely yeah <laughs> i thought to myself i think i'll wait until i get home i don't think that looks right so really and truly we all audience we need a jason in our life Jason Teichner, you are like this wealth of information. And we're going to list graphically how people can find you and reach you and get your advice if they want to become, uh, I would say, a co-partner in their, in their own health with you. This has been fascinating. And unfortunately, this is only a 35-minute podcast or else we would be I would be asking you questions for like 35 hours straight. Yeah. So <laughs> I can answer you. <laughs> I know you can. I yeah. believe that <laughs> this was fascinating. And I feel in a way we really only got a chance to touch the surface. But I would say, honestly, sometimes the most hackneyed phrases like you are what you eat are hackneyed and overused because they're actually true and we should take them seriously. Jason Teichner, thank you so much. This was fascinating. It's my pleasure, Diane. I appreciate you having me on. Thank you so much for listening to Too Young to Be Old podcast. The episode may be over, but the fun doesn't have to stop here. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube at the Diane Gilman 
or visit our website, thedianegilbert.com. If you like the show, leave us a rating or a review and subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. And until then, don't forget, age is just a number. Together, we'll prove that we are all too young to be old. <laughs>